The old man talks to me every day in that raspy, whiskey voice of his. He would clamp his paw on your forearm like one of those so-called Denver boots the police put on the tires of illegally parked cars. You could not pry him off. Wait a minute, he would bellow. I'm trying to tell you something. What was Casey Stengel trying to tell us? Usually, something practical relating to baseball. But often it was about the weirdness of baseball, the intricacies of it, like life itself. The old man used to say, Every day in baseball you see something you never saw before. Early in the 2004 season, on national television, Roger Clemens of the Houston Astros was pitching to Barry Bonds of the San Francisco Giants. The broadcasters said it was the first time in baseball history that a pitcher with 300 victories had ever pitched to a slugger with 600 home runs. Right away, I thought, the old man. It happens a lot. A ball takes a squirrely path, a player commits a gaffe, and I find myself muttering, I've never quite seen that before. Strange things happened around Casey, and he was alive enough and alert enough to sputter or laugh about them. Of all the managers and coaches I've been around, Casey Stengel taught me the most. I was part of that motley band Casey called My Writers. Some of his ball players were wise enough to learn from him, too. You knew when he was being funny said Ron Swoboda, who played one season for Casey with the Mets and still treasured it four decades later. And you knew when he was serious. Swoboda was under no illusions then or now. He was a raw kid with a bit of power, and he was the best Casey had. The old man had managed DiMaggio and Barra and Mantle, and now he had a player he called Swoboda. But somehow or other, Casey Stingle, in his four years with the dreadful Mets, performed a more amazing job than he had with the lordly Yankees. For this new franchise, he created an image of lovability that has barely eroded decades later. Managers and coaches are often handed the burden of being role models, doing that job for the rest of society. Molding character was not exactly Casey's goal in life. He was no kindly Mr. Chips. He referred to himself as the slickest manager in baseball, and he expected others to be slick, too. Ron Swoboda learned that lesson in 1965. He was a husky rookie out of Baltimore, not yet 21 years old, bright and outspoken, but in baseball experience, still a busher. In an early season game in Old Bush Stadium in St. Louis, the Mets had a three-run lead in the ninth. Swoboda was playing right field as the rain ended and a strong sun emerged directly in his eyes. The smart thing would have been to call time and get my sunglasses, Swoboda recalled in 2004. But I figure, one more out, I can handle it. Then Dahl Maxville hits a little flare that either would have been a single or I would have caught it, but I lose sight of it, and I have no clue how to play it. So three runs score, and the game is tied. I know I screwed up, Swoboda recalled. And I come up to bat the next inning, and I make out, and by now I'm an emotional bomb. I stomp on my old fiberglass helmet. I'm going to crush it. 
but the open end is facing up, and my foot gets caught, and it closes around my foot, and I'm jumping around on my other foot. The description from somebody in the dugout was that Swoboda resembled a demented chicken. Casey comes up the stairs like he's 25, Swoboda recalled. And he grabs me with his good hand. He had broken his wrist that spring, and I figure he's going to hit me with his cast. He's yelling, When you screwed up the fly ball, I didn't go into your locker and break your watch, so don't you break the team's equipment. Then he said, Go sit down. You know the movie A League of Their Own, where Tom Hanks says, There's no crying in baseball? Bullshit. I sat there and cried.